Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. Good morning, Mississippi, and welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbert, your host, along with producer Rhino. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. What day is this? It is Friday Eve. Friday Eve. We have made it to Friday Eve. <laughs> also, TV theme show Thursday. That with a few movie later. themes maybe mixed in, but yeah, theme songs. I got you. Well, quite awesome. Was listening to the mayor of the great city of Chicago, Chicago, some say, Lori Lightfoot. Wow. She sounded like uh, a preacher on Sunday, little fire and brimstone. She was wearing out the Chicago teachers' unions for being unwilling to agree to a deal to open the schools up, public schools. You know, the Chicago Teachers Unions, those are the folks that created that goofy video. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen that, folks, but it's a video starring, featuring members of the union, teachers, and it's, they're like in their homes. And they're dancing and carrying on to some crazy music. And they're promoting the narrative that they just can't go back. It's not safe yet. Now, they've spent $100 million in Chicago readying and preparing the schools to protect against COVID to allow the students to go to school. A hundred million. Ventilation systems, hand sanitizer. I don't even know what you could spend a hundred million on. Masks, dividers, testing equipment and supplies. But it ain't enough, according to the CTU, the Chicago Teachers Unions. Lightfoot, she goes crazy on them. But here's the message, and here's the reason I bring this up. A hundred million. I want you to think about that, folks. Because it is Lightfoot and her Democrat peers at all levels of government. They created these damn unions. They are the ones that conferred this power to them. And now they are rolling the people that, that were created by them. 
or that created them, I should say. And I don't feel sorry for them. They went to bed with these folks, metaphorically speaking. They gave them the power. They pandered and placated to their every whim in exchange for what? Power. And you, now you're having to deal with it there, Mayor. You gave in to them. You created them. And where's the president? Where's the science? We got lectured about following the science every single dang day. And Donald Trump, he's just not following the science. He's dismissive. He's downplaying it. There's zero science. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Zero science that suggests that schools cannot be open safely. Case in point, the private schools in the Chicago area are wide open. Now, does that perhaps suggest that the private sector is more adept, more adept, I should say, at adapting to unusual, challenging circumstances than is government? Say it ain't so. And I, I saw an interview early this morning with a parent, get this, of, of three children. He moved into this district in Chicago because they liked the school. The schools are closed. He's doing this goofy Zoom stuff at home with, he's got a two-year-old, a kindergartner, and an eight-year-old. Are two-year-olds in public school? No, no, but he's got he's having to deal with a two-year-old okay. while the kindergartner and the eight-year-old. So the two-year-old, as he says, just wants to get in the lap of his siblings because they're home in the middle of the day. That's understandable. He says the Zoom stuff doesn't work half the time, the online technology. And there could be, look, a myriad of, of explanations for that. And in that the, the middle child, the kindergartner, they send all these instructions and stuff, including they want you to do exercises at home, and they want the parents to lead them in that. A kindergartner, get on the floor, do some push-ups. <laughs> but this is where I was going. They lived right across the street from a private school. And when... The weather was nicer in the fall and in the late spring last year. They opened the windows to enjoy the flow of fresh air throughout the house. But because the children at the private school would, of course, during recess, be outside doing what you do at recess, enjoying each other, playing games, etc., and you're rowdy. You're noisy. You want them to be. He had to close Burn off the energy. Right. He had to close the windows because it was killing his kids because they couldn't engage. They couldn't participate. He had to close the windows. <laughs> That's what he said. And look, he was respectful about it. He he really was. But man, that hurt my heart to hear that. You got kids there that are they're wondering, well, Dad, why can't we go to school? Why are our friends able to go to the school across the street? So it's another situation, as I've said before, where the people 
who support these politicians on this farcical pretense that therefore the underserved, it's the underserved that get rolled by their policies. The privileged, as they say, they're in school across the street. He can't afford it. Yet, probably voted for these people, probably supports the unions. And now they're in control. They're in charge. Talk about collective bargaining. And here's the deal. The goalpost, it's going to keep moving. Oh, well, now they're saying we all have to be vaccinated before we can go back. And the CDC, I think, in the last couple of days, issued guidance saying not necessary for the teachers to be vaccinated in order to open the schools. And what do we hear from Biden on the campaign trail? He's got a plan. He's got a plan to help us open the schools. We need a plan? Well, how do the private schools do it? The schools here in Mississippi, for example, and other states. Well, how do they do it? Absent the Biden plan. He ain't got no plan. We don't need his plan. What he needs to do is call a press conference and get at the podium and say, open the damn schools. Get out of the way, unions. You're in the way of kids' development. You don't care. You only care about your dang power. And you're ro- so. And remember, Mayor Lightfoot, Rhino. You remember the Hairgate incident when everybody else was locked up and, and shut down, including barber shops and stylist shops and so forth, and they caught her out getting her hair done. And she says, well, you don't have to make public appearances on television. Oh, it's different. I have to have my hair done. Like John Kerry. It's amazing. You know, we, we played that yesterday. I don't know if you've paid attention, but that has got enormous traction in the national media. That from 19. Oh, people like me, we can't, we have to travel via private plane. I'm fighting the climate. He said, it's offsetting. See, my, right. my, fight, <laughs> my fight against the climate change is offsetting my carbon footprint. You, you peasants, you, you got to swim across the ocean. But this deal with the schools is really aggravating. And it's not, it's not about schools. It's about, it's about getting entrenched with these unions. And I'm not saying all unions are bad. And I'm not saying there's not, I don't know, some limited value of unions. But here's a case where the unions are running the show and children are being damaged as a result of it. It's despicable. Biden needs to get at the podium, call a press conference, and he needs to appeal. No, he needs to demand to these unions, who you know voted for him 99%. Get your butt in the classroom. Teach the kids. Rant over for the first segment. When we come back, we've got our good friend, the Commissioner of the Mississippi Insurance Department, Mike Cheney, joining us.
Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Pillium Corporation. When people hear our name, they say, cool name. What exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services, and networking. Plus, next generation body cameras, in-car video systems, and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films. With some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double-pane windows low-E glass-like savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. Gallo here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, 97.3. Talk, but still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead, text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk FM. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around, but those dreams have remained and they've 
Welcome back to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. And joining us now, the Commissioner of the Mississippi Department of Insurance, Mike Cheney. Looks like we lost the Commissioner. All right, we're working on getting him back. So, uh, got, a, got a couple of... Um, text here from Thomas Greenwood. He said he asked some people in the National Guard on the ceasefire tax line, they aren't testing in Mississippi as much. They focused on vaccine distribution, closed most of their testing sites. Honestly, I wasn't even aware the National Guard was involved in testing. I know just anecdotally driving by the numerous clinics uh, and just kind of along my normal routes here in central Mississippi, every single parking lot is packed almost any time of day and night you go by. So there's still lots and lots of testing going on. But the, the more, I think, meaningful metric is that, if, if you're tracking this, is that hospitalizations uh, continue to decline. And that's really, that's I think, the most important aspect of the, the case counts and, and, uh, and, and just the overall trend of the virus. So now we've got the Commissioner, Mike Cheney. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Doing great, Gerard. So glad to have you today. So, wanted to have you on to talk about uh, some legislation you might be following in your orbit there that that impacts uh, what you do there at the insurance department. Well, uh, some of the bills that we're following here very closely are, are the rural fire truck bill, which uh, provides funding to give uh, people rural fire trucks, and the other issues that we're following also. Um, let, let me let me talk about the rural fire trucks very quickly. Rural power truck program probably is the best bang for the buck the taxpayers in Mississippi get. For every dollar we put up, the taxpayer gets $10 in benefits. In other words, the insurance premiums do not go up. That's, that's a great program. And uh, the legislature has seen fit to try to figure out a way to fund it permanently so we don't have to fight every year to get monies for the trucks. The other bills that we're tracking deal basically with um, some health insurance issues like telemedicine which uh, it's not our bill, but the uh, State Medical Association has introduced bills on the House and Senate side dealing with telemedicine. We had issued a bulletin back in March of 2020 when the governor issued his executive order on COVID-19 that it included telemedicine, and we mandated that insurance carriers had to allow telemedicine to be used to keep people from having to uh, go into an office and be exposed to COVID-19. It's proven very effective and very cost-effective, but there are people in the legislature, not legislators, but lobbyists, that don't want to see this bill passed for various reasons. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that makes sense, perfect sense. So uh, something else I wanted to ask you about before we even get into some of these other bills, Commissioner, it re- relates to the uh, the Biden administration's recent executive order opening up the enrollment period uh, for Obamacare and how that might affect Mississippians. I'm not sure how many we have that even purchase their insurance through the exchanges. This would this would apply, of course, to those that do that purchase the subsidized coverage. It may not even be subsidized, but but coverage for which they're eligible through the exchanges. Oh, the Biden administration opened up the enrollment period for the Affordable Care Act, better known as the federal marketplace, uh, beginning February the 15th, and it'll run for four months. Presently, we have two carriers in the state of Mississippi that provide insurance under the ACA. That's Molina, 
and am better, which is part of Centene. They've done a very good job in uh, their efforts throughout the years. Since the ACA was passed in 2013, Molina is covering all 82 counties for the first time this year. There are about 115,000 people enrolled in the Affordable Care Act in the state of Mississippi at the present time. We do not predict, uh, Gerard, that there will be a great increase in the number of people that will sign up, except for the people that may lose their insurance during this time frame and yeah. the place to go find insurance. So uh, you ask a question about how many people uninsured in the state of Mississippi. That number ranges from 250,000 to almost 600,000, depending upon who you ask. But the numbers that we kind of look at are probably close to 350,000 in the state that are uninsured at any given moment. Wow. That's a big gap, though, Commissioner. Why can't we seem to get a more accurate number? What What's going on there? Who collects that information? Most of that information is collected by the Kaiser Family Foundation. Yeah. CMS extrapolates it. So what you do, the way they figure that number out, is they go in and say, okay, we had um, 10,000 hospital visits and uh, 3,000 of those were people that did not have insurance, so we assume that 30% of people you. do not have insurance. Yeah, I, I, okay, I understand. So now, That doesn't always work because what we do is take the number of policies and extrapolate that down to the population. Yeah. That's how we get the number. Yeah, and that, frankly, makes more sense. I'm not sure if you have your radio on or not there, Commissioner, but if you do, if you turn that off, we got a little echo oh, coming. Let's so. see if I can't figure out how to do that. How about me just talking on the telephone? That'd be fine. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah so, work. yeah, no problem. So, um, uh, the other question, I think, is uh, has to do with some COVID-19 scams. Uh our, our contact director, Alex Payton, said something about that. Are you, you guys involved in that? What's going on there? Well, um, we issued a bulletin saying that if people get a stimulus check, they do not have to give that stimulus check to the assisted living home or the nursing home where they're located. Oh, okay. That money actually belongs to them. Yeah. We haven't had many problems in Mississippi. We've had a few calls. Uh, we've redirected most of those calls to the AG's office, but we still got a call to do every now and then. Do I have to give my money up? And so we just decided the best thing to do was to issue the bulletin uh, since it falls under the insurance side of business. A lot of states like Louisiana, Alabama, Tennessee, and Arkansas have had a few problems. Uh, New Mexico had some problems. They've got their solved. And then you also have the issue along the fact that um, some states are letting doctors or doctors have charged for giving the COVID vaccine in mm. Mississippi. The vaccine is free if you go to the health department or to an approved certified facility. Hmm. We do not know of any doctors that are actually charging for facility fees to have your shot taken in the doctor's office if the doctor's been allocated vaccines for those at high risk and those of a certain age. So, Wow. We, uh, we really hadn't had the problems in Mississippi. We've stayed ahead of the curve. Um, I know a lot of people are not happy about the rollout of the vaccine, but I will have to say I think Dr. Dobbs has done a tremendous yeoman's job of trying to tackle this problem along with the governor. It's a, it's a tough problem. Yeah, it is, and, and I, I tend to agree with you. I, I heard, I think, a uh, little bit of complaining uh, at first, uh, but it seems like that got rectified pretty rapidly. And and that the situation is much better. I've talked to several people. I've personally not done it yet, but my daughter has, and several of my friends have been vaccinated, and and they all uh, come back with good reports on that. So.
think that's going. I think that's going pretty well. From that's from going the, well. Uh, yeah. You know, Jarrah uh, and I'm an old guy. My wife and I are over the hump, so to speak. So. <laughs> I know better than that. <laughs> we went. We went to Natchez. Uh, signed up and went to Natchez. Yeah. To get our shots. I could have got it at the VA. I'm a veteran, Vietnam vet, as you well know. But, yep. Um, it was just easier for us to drive to Natchez and. Um, we take our second shot Tuesday, so it's a it's a it's a it was really a pleasure to drive through and have the uh, National Guard give you the shot. The guy looked at my wife and he said, "Lady, you sure you put the right age on this thing?" She said, "Yeah." And he said, "I, I thought that was your daddy over there in the car." So. <laughs> oh man, come on now. Well, uh, what else you got going on from a legislative perspective over there? The, the bills are dropping and and going through. Uh, moving at a rapid pace. What's that? What else is uh, might affect your world? Well, uh, appropriations always affects our world. We had a, a large cut in our appropriation last year, twelve point seven nine percent, the largest cut of any statewide agency in, in government, uh, bigger than any anybody else. And um, I think it was just a fluke on our part. I gave back a million two from the previous year of monies that we didn't need, and I'm a lot like uh, a lot of physically conservative folks, if we don't need the money, we don't spend it just so we can keep it. We sure. just turn it back to the state. So the state cut us 4%, and then they cut us another 8.5% because we gave the money back. It was an error, but yeah. uh, we'll live through it, and uh, we'll get our funding back. Um, the main thing we got to have is to fund our attorneys. Uh, our attorneys are highly specialized, yep. and we're working with the legislature on that particular issue. And um, Trying to be certain we have game plans in place in case the Biden administration uses mm. ACA again. That may yeah. come down the pipe. Yeah, got you. Commissioner, we appreciate you joining us this morning. You stay safe, sir, and we hope to see you soon. Oh, thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. You bet. Commissioner Mike Cheney from the Mississippi Department of Insurance, we appreciate him joining us. Stay with us here on the JT Show. We'll be back with much more. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath Fitter. 
When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantee so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. New Year with money-saving cheer during a New Year celebration sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 2021 is here, and it's finally time for you to get that new vehicle you've been waiting for. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we resolve to save you money on our entire selection. So right now, pay just $179 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $179 per month. And pay only $319 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. Plus, we're giving you a 43-inch TV with every purchase. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come say big during the New Year Celebration Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1640. Outlander stock number 1695. 1999 down to 4.9% for 84 months. A deal for details with I'm Andy Davis and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves has extended his current executive order placing a mask mandate on 75 of the state's 82 counties through March 3rd. Statewide, the order maintains a limit of 10 people in an outdoor social gathering and 50 outdoors. And there are a lot of jobs that require a license, and when folks move into Mississippi from another state, it can create hurdles for those who want to work in their chosen profession. Senator John Polk says the legislature is trying to remove those. Basically says if you're in good standing, you have a license for whatever the certification is in Alabama. When you come to Mississippi, you just go and apply. If the state that you are from did not have a testing procedure, and Mississippi does have the testing procedure, then this bill does require that they would have to pass Mississippi's test. Find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. C Spire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. C Spire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be. C Spire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. 
weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. JT, Mississippi's voice of reason. That's reasonably funny. And Rhino, Mississippi's most eligible bachelor. Ooh, sexy. Together, they bring you the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Tuesday, excuse me, Thursday, <laughs> Woo. Friday Eve, of course, February the 4th. Appreciate Commissioner Mike Cheney coming on and joining us, and he does a great job, he's a good friend, <laughs> had the pleasure of standing in line for quite some time a couple of years ago, a couple of summers ago when Vice President Mike Pence, I don't know if you remember that, came to the Mississippi Gulf Coast in, in uh, support, uh, really rallying for then-candidate Tate Reeves. And we, uh, I, I paid the tariff, shall we say, to have my photo made with the Vice President. It was uh, pretty cool to get to meeting, but I was standing in line uh, with Mike, no Mike for many years, and his lovely wife, Mary, and uh, we cut up, and it was a delight. And so he's got a great uh, personality and sense of humor and does a great job at the Department of Insurance. Appreciate him coming on. So yesterday there was some transformational legislation that made its way through the House of Representatives in the state of Mississippi here, uh, Rhino. Uh, in particular, of particular interest, I should say, should be these bills that deal with occupational licensing. And one of those, uh, excuse me, House Bill 1303, sponsored by Representative Donnie Scoggin. This is the scope of practice bill for nurse practitioners. We've had guests on the program this week discussing that. And the, so the deal is presently a nurse practitioner has to enter into a collaborative agreement with a physician. Essentially, they're tethered to a physician. And this particular bill would exempt nurse practitioners from that requirement after they have practiced for 3,600 hours. So I know there's a lot of objection you've heard that, um, that, that nurse practitioners are not qualified to take on uh, these sort of duties for which they are trained. Uh, because they come right out of school and they're nurse practitioners and they're just not ready to go because they don't have any clinical experience. But this this bill, uh, I think, kind of strikes a balance there, where where it requires the NPs and nurse practitioners to practice at least 3,600 hours before they are, I guess, released to practice to their scope, uh, as they say, scope of practice, uh, without being tethered to a physician without the collaborative agreements. And then House Bill 1302, this was sponsored by Representative uh, uh, Jason White, also as the pro temp of the House. Anyhow, this one passed 
uh, by a count of 77 to 30, uh, excuse me, 1303, 77, 38, 90 to 25 for 1302. This is the optometrist bill. This is the one that would grant authority for optometrists to deliver care to patients, again, consistent with their training and experience. And this was something we talked to Dr. Ryan Wally earlier in the week. I think maybe it was Monday. I think he is, the, as I recall, the legislative liaison for the Optometrist Association, or Optometric Association, in Mississippi. And so this went through as well, and, and this is expected to to clear a lot of the backlog, frankly, uh, with respect to the need for the services that are delivered by optometrists. So it will in, increase and expand their practice authority. Another one is House Bill 1263. This one was sponsored by Representative Becky Curry from Southwest Mississippi. And this allows those that that work in fields that require occupational licenses to transfer those from other states. So should someone move into Mississippi from another state that has earned such a license in the originating state into Mississippi, provided they are in good standing and that I think it does require them to pass a test in Mississippi if one does require, if one is required for such a license to be granted. So they may have to test, but they are not required to go through the entire process. Right, because in the state, some certifications require a certain number of hours yeah. before you can even take the test, yep. or the test isn't, isn't a valid test, so that would go around that. Yeah. So it's it's really kind of a reciprocity is the way to look at it. And the idea is to to sort of break down these these barriers of deterrence where folks may be considering moving here to the Magnolia State and they don't if they work in a profession that requires an occupational license, knowing that they'd have to go through that, which is an investment in time and money, all over again. Uh, another one, this one's sponsored by the Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, House Bill 1315. And this eliminates licensing requirements for certain occupations, such as art therapist. I'm not sure exactly what that is. Auctioneers, know what that is. Interior designers and wigologists. I didn't know that an interior designer and a wigologist had to have a license. I'm not sure what an art therapist is, and I can't, for the life of me, fathom why an auctioneer would need a license. So this is government run amok here, in my view. And then I get to thinking, is this protectionism going on, where those that work in those fields that uh, have already, I guess, achieved such a license want to make it more difficult for other people to enter those fields, thereby protecting against expanded competition. Apparently, uh, ballpark standards globally for art therapy require postgraduate diploma in art therapy or psychotherapy that is recognized by governing bodies. Well, 
And it's they have a, a great paragraph on the American Art Therapy Association. You want to hear this? Yeah. Art therapists are master-level clinicians who work with people of all ages across a broad spectrum of practice. Guided by ethical standards and scope of practice, their education and supervised training prepares them for culturally proficient work with diverse populations in a variety of settings. I don't think they said anything in that paragraph. Yeah, I was just about to say, what in the hell are you talking about? I mean, this is... this. this, It looks like it's it's therapy using art as the, the form of therapy. Okay, if you say so. That's just what the pictures look like. It's got people around a table with one person leading a discussion, and everybody's doing art projects. Okay. Wow. Man, how do we dream I just up saw this that paragraph, stuff? and that's a beauty of buzzwords. Oh, boy. So on the 662, from the 662, the ceasefire text line, we received a message. Auctioneers actually have an association. And they're, they are bonded in case they make a mistake. They want to make it extremely difficult for anyone to become an auctioneer. Therefore, they have more job opportunities. Well, yeah, that's the protectionism concept. You know, uh, I don't know. It seems like it's pretty difficult to be an auctioneer just by virtue of the skills one must possess to be an effective, to get hired to be an auctioneer, right? The market kind of figures that out. And with respect to... Bonding, ensuring those services, you got to prove you're worthy of such. I don't know that you need a certification or a license. I mean, I, I don't know. Now, I'm not. I don't profess to know what <laughs> all the details about auctioneering. I'm not whatsoever uh, trying to minimize that. Cause but if there's bonding and insurance, that's two agencies that would. Be on the hook for verifying your abilities. Exactly. Before and they write the insurance. The they're coverage. no longer on the hook if there's a governing body that certifies. Then they can just pass the buck and go, no, they were already certified. Yeah. That, yeah that's that, just the way I'm seeing I, it you from may the outside be right. looking in. And I would just say that that's just wrong, in my opinion. Now, look, I've my wife used to show horses, and it's, it's popular. It's common in that community, uh, auctioning horses, cattle, et cetera, and I've been to a few, and they're, those folks are excellent. They're very talented. They're very good at what they do, and it's pretty cool, frankly. I, licensing? I mean, I don't know. I need to know more about why they need to be licensed. It just seems like the market could kind of figure that out. You make a mistake somewhere in there, it seems like the word would get around and you wouldn't be hired, maybe. You have to cut your fees or something because your quality. Isn't that kind of how it works? I don't know. I just don't know that we need government. So anyhow, these are bills that passed, I think, four of them. The House, I should say. These passed the House. I think they're headed to the Senate, be transferred over there. There are also, I believe, in some cases, similar bills in the Senate. We'll take a break here. We got much more for you on the JT show. Coming up after the news at 12 in the next hour, Congressman Trent Kelly representing Mississippi's first district. Stay with us. Napa Know How. 
Getting $20 back when you buy a Napa Legend premium battery is a win-win. Getting it from the best car people around is a win-win-win. Getting it before you're stranded somewhere? That's a win-win-win. Win. Save $20 when you get a Napa Legend premium battery. And if that sounds like a lot of wins, you're right. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last. Offer ends 228-21. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Quality Preschool, Toddler, and Infant Care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center. 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy sent you. This is the opening anchor market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, May Cotton, was up 128 to 83.61. July Cotton was up 117 to 84.37. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up one and three quarters, 13.73 per bushel. May soybeans were up two cents, 13.69 and a half per bushel. March corn was down one and a half to 5.50 and a half per bushel. May corn was down one and three quarters. 547 and a quarter per bushel at the mercantile april live cattle was up 20 to 122.65 june live cattle was up seven cents to 119.55 march feeders up 77 to 139.27 april feeders up 77 to 142.60 and at this hour the dow jones is up 245 points 30,969 i'm dixon williams and this is the super talk mississippi agri news network Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and it's easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com and see what everyone is talking about. Well, if you ask me, there's only one way to handle agribusiness insurance. It's got to be personal. You know, the way Triangle Insurance does it. They make a point to come visit my business and do an annual risk assessment every year. And they make sure everything's covered correctly. Yeah, an email can't see what you're going through, right? It's got to be face-to-face. -face. Triangle Insurance. We write agribusiness insurance right. To learn more, call 800-894-5020. 
with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. But still want to make your opinion known? Well, you know you can send JT a text message, right? Go ahead. Text your thoughts to 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Use your fingers and join the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. Back, everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino coming at you today. Bill and Brandon on the ceasefire text line responding to, I guess, the description you gave us there, Rhino, of an art therapist. He says, So a second grade teacher is an art therapist. Yeah, that's certainly one way to look at it. It's not their specialization, but. One of their many tools of the trade. Yeah, exactly. So on the uh, also on the ceasefire text line. So the, when you consider how many funds an auctioneer handles for buyers and sellers, it's vital that they have a license. They must also be bonded and insured. And I, I you know, I, I hear you. I guess my feeling on that is, do we really need government in the middle of that? Your bank tellers handle disbursement and receipt of funds as well. I don't think they're bonded and insured. The company is. I get they got all kinds of insurance, but you know, you you could I think apply that same stipulation and argument across a broad spectrum of occupations. And I just think the market is capable, consumers, customers, in this case of auctioneers, are capable of evaluating the qualifications of a prospective auctioneer. And surely if, if they need to be, as just a matter of good business, insured and bonded, then that you can make that a requirement. We're not hiring you unless you can, and I can assure you the insurance company, the bonding company, is is not going to underwrite them unless they are qualified. They're going to vet that. I just can speak from personal experience in the IT industry. Man, the stuff that we took on as a responsibility, and I'm not exaggerating here, when you're implementing complex systems in, like, hospitals, Emergency 911 environments, uh, those are life and death situations. And often those projects that we undertook, of course, they had to be bonded and insured. And you couldn't get those that coverage unless you were a reputable firm, but we didn't have to have a government-issued license. And I, I fear that. You know, you start expanding that out to other occupations. I can't imagine the government licensing my firm or or those in my industry 
the market pretty much took care of you. You blow one of those deals, you're bankrupt. You're done. And that's why you don't blow them. <laughs> you just don't. You pull out all the stops. You make sure you, you don't take those on. And the customers are smart. They're not hiring you. I know every time we did big projects like that, the vetting process, the, the proposal that we would have to, and the solution that we would have to submit, and the number of people across a large organization that would be involved in the evaluation of those proposals, often culminating with, with uh, uh, on-site, in-person, verbal presentations of those proposals, and they're sizing you up and your team, and then they make a decision before they jump in bed because their tail's also on the line. The folks making that decision and advising management, and so it's, it's risky, but that's just part of business. So the question is, do we need government in the middle of that? That's, that's the fundamental question. It, so all of that makes sense. They should be bonded, insured, absolutely, because of the, the nature of the work. Totally makes sense. I just think we got to give a little bit more credit and entrust the ultimate decision maker, whoever hires these resources, like a wigologist, for example. I mean, I guess before I would seek one of those out for my services, I'm going to make sure they're reputable people. I don't know that I would, I would go to one and say, can you show me your license? Yeah, I mean, especially nowadays with a lot of services, especially younger generations choosing the service, they're not going to look for it. Is this is this a licensed individual? No, they're going to look for the the Google reviews. How many stars do they have on Yelp? <clears throat> yeah, which that's the kind of the free market. So, sorta, you get trolls and people right. who do crazy stuff on that, but. I mean, it, look, it's it's pretty wide open these days, it, to your point. So I'm not sure there's a lot of value anymore for certain occupations for this licensing. So I think this is a good move, I guess, I just this legislation. Well, Rhino's bumping us out with uh, whatever this is. It's putting me to sleep. But, this uh, is the end credits for the Richard Boone Show. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Super Talk News, Fox News coming up. we got to sell some stuff. And when we come back, we've got Congressman Trent Kelly from Mississippi's 1st District. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden addressing the annual National Prayer Breakfast says we have to respect and care for one another and leave no one behind. These aren't Democrats or Republicans going hungry in our nation. They're our fellow Americans, fellow human beings. They aren't Democrats or Republicans going without health care in America. They're our fellow Americans, fellow human beings. Former Presidents Bush, Clinton, and Obama were among the other speakers at the annual event virtual this year because of the coronavirus pandemic. 
a study starting in England about whether it's okay or even better to get a first dose of one company's coronavirus vaccine than a second dose of another's. Current guidelines in both Britain and the U.S. say no, vaccines aren't interchangeable. But they can be mixed if the same kind isn't available for the second shot or it's not known what kind was given for the first shot. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. What are the kids singing about? You know that game, Whack-A-Mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Ugh. Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is heading to the FDA this week for approval. Chief Scientific Officer for the company, Dr. Paul Stoffel, says an agreement with the feds will ensure 100 million doses of the vaccine by summer. So I think uh, we will make a significant contribution in the next few months on getting the, 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 the pandemic under control in the U.S. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine does have a lower efficacy rate than other available vaccinations. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith has reintroduced a constitutional amendment. It would require the president and Congress to enact annual balanced budgets. The new deficit spending is a necessary answer to a national health emergency, but it would be completely irresponsible not to establish a strong framework from which to tackle our nation's long-term physical problems and ultimately the future of this great country. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Before you dig or drive stakes in the ground, Call 811, or you might hit... Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> An electric line, or a gas line. Tent's gone. Yeah, driving stakes. Call Mississippi 811 two days before pounding. It may keep you out of the... Don't worry, honey, the doghouse is just fine. There's room for both of us in here. Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. When it comes to getting your taxes done, when exactly do you need to call in professional help? Jenny Casola with Fox has the answer. CPA Lydia Desnoyers. It really depends on Plexi's tax returns, the person's foot level, and even your income. I've seen scenarios where people just receive forms, and so they're like, oh, I'll take this information and put it into TurboTax. But even in those scenarios, it could be costly. A dolphin found struggling in the shallow waters along the beach in Harrison County a few weeks ago is doing much better 
better. When the male juvenile was taken to the IMMS, he couldn't even swim. IMMS Executive Director Moby Salangi. Several people recognize that something is wrong. These animals don't come to the beach or shallow water and uh, start splashing. And Thanks to around-the-clock care, the little guy is not only swimming on his own, he's doing flips. The team that's been working with him hopes to eventually release him back into the wild. I'm Kelly Bennett. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Just when you think you've heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. Heard it all. It's time. It's time to kickstart another hour of the JT Show. Bring your freaking ease. On with the show. Showtime. Now, here's more with JT. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. You're listening to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, hour two on this Thursday, February the 4th. Gerard and Rhino with you. Want to apologize. I've been stating, announcing, tickling that the Congressman Trent Kelly would join us now. He will be joining us at, in the third hour at, at 12 o'clock, 12.05 or so after the news. So apologize for that. We'll have uh, the Congressman joining us in about an hour. Um, had some, some texts come in. Jeff and Forrest County says licensing is just a revenue stream for state government, just like starting an LLC. You pay the state for the privilege of registering your LLC name. And I and I think that's, that's to some extent, I think that's right, Jeff, but just keep in mind that also I really view it as protectionism. I know that uh, there's some discussion and controversy going on with respect to real estate licenses. That's another one that uh, is is front and center and you know being licensed in this state versus other states and if you come from other states can you practice here and stuff like that it gets complicated but i think that we also have to be uh rhino somewhat in acknowledgement of the fact that in this digital world your physical presence your physical location the the area in which you live, 
they're becoming less relevant in terms of the ability to conduct business. Let's put it oh, that yeah, way. No doubt. And so that in itself I mean perfect example is you go back to the eighties, nineties, even into the two thousands to hit it off in Hollywood, you had to move to California. That's exactly right. You had to be out there. Or in New York if you were doing something with TV. And they're still, I think they still got a whole week on it in Clinton where they're filming a movie, a Lifetime movie, in Mississippi. Yep. And it's not the first movie to be filmed in Mississippi. So it's, it's a shifting dynamic, and that's just one example. But you can think of almost any industry the the brick and mortar presence or the location of the headquarters and the and the company itself matters less and less than it did five years ago, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. I think there's no question about that, and uh, and so it, it I think just that unto itself means that there's got to be some consideration and, and some reform of those licensing requirements. So um, back. On the uh, ceasefire text line, uh, w- w- there was the, the issue with the auctioneer that came up, which is is no longer a licensed occupation. If it if this bill passes, I should say it's passed the House. Let me be clear about that. This has not been enacted into law, and so uh, when you can, when the question about when you consider the funds that an auctioneer handles, and I guess some risk associated with that. And I just made the the comment in response to that that the customers I believe are capable to a great extent of determining the capabilities, the qualifications of an auctioneer as an occupation and and uh, our listener texted back and said, "Interesting view. I spent a month in school many years ago to get licensed. I certainly understand that, but things change too." Uh, you know, I, I think we're also looking at a future. We talked about it with Dr. Jay Allen from I mean, Illinois. I had a whole semester in high school learning Pascal programming language. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's ever going to be useful ever. No, ever not Pascal. No, you're done with that. I mean, learning the basic constructs of programming. Good old <laughs> compiler codes. That's right. It's, it's uh, and you had you had compiler and you had interpreter versions of Pascal, as you well know, but. I, and I, you know, I certainly understand uh, what the listener's point here. Not trying to to minimize again that individual's investment in school and and obtaining a license. Completely understand and agree. All I know is, if if those stipulations are, I guess, impeding economic growth, and if they're truly just unnecessary from a government, again, a government issued license perspective. I can't I can't support licensing in that regard and I Well what if you just remove the government mandate for the license but it's still a good business practice to get the license? Absolutely. I like, mean if, if it's no longer government mandated, then the government's out of the way, it's no longer hindering economic growth. But you can still have the licensing agency out there certifying whether or not you're good at this and that could still be a badge of honor and proof to your peers, hey look, I'm licensed. Hire me. There's, it's a great point, and I, I can tell you that exactly what you're talking about there, that, that concept, Rhino, applies broadly and specifically in the IT industry. There are hundreds and hundreds 
of certifications, authorizations that one has to earn, companies have to earn, and they do that by completing all sorts of training and, and, and practical work as well, and they are bestowed those uh, and granted those certifications, those authorizations. It was not unusual at all for us to find ourselves competing with another provider that did not have those authorizations or certifications. So what frequently would happen is the customer would state that and stipulate that as a requirement. So it wasn't government in the way, it was the market. Hey, you want to do business with us? You got to pr- and we used to have to provide copies of all those certifications and equivalent of licenses essentially to to uh, to confirm and verify that we had duly achieved them. It's a big deal. And it's massive investment. And, and the, uh, inevitably, the vendors who didn't have that, our competitors that didn't, would say, oh, but yeah, we don't need all that. We can do it as well. And usually they can't, and they fall, and they fail, and we have to go in and clean it up. But again, the point is the market is making that determination. Not unusual at all. Paul and Meridian on the Ceasefire text line says, I've been an appliance service technician for Whirlpool and Frigidaire for 30 years. Mississippi does not have a licensing program for appliance technician. No, but to Paul's point, if I had a Whirlpool or Frigidaire appliance, I'm probably going to call Paul if I'm interested in in him providing service and say, "Hey, do you have experience with these things? Have you been trained on this? Do you do you have some sort of certification from Whirlpool Frigidaire to attest to that?" It's pretty simple. I. I'm probably not going to ask him for some sort of government-issued license in that respect. In fact, I'd have way more confidence in the manufacturer here who has said, yeah, this person has been through whatever that training is and achieved that certification and can do it. And, and it's very similar. And look, again, across the gambit of industries, right, you, you have that. So it's just a matter of – and Paul says, I do have that. Thank you, Paul. So it's just a matter of is this a – place for government or not. Let the market figure that out. I just bet it could. Even in hiring wigologists, art therapists, and auctioneers. And I'm sure there are other occupations to which that applies as well. Uh, but any, anyhow, um, what else we got? So CJ from Madison, do you know anything about this? Ryan, I'm talking about state legislation. H.R. 127, gun bill? That is federal legislation. It's a gun control bill uh, that gets yes. put in every year. Uh, it hasn't gotten out of committee the last several years, even when there were Democrats in control. It's a pretty contentious issue for anywhere from moderate all the way to far right. So it, it's a tough sell, even with an all-Democrat game board. I yeah, Watch it. Keep an eye on it, but it's the same thing that's died in committee. So it's not really worth losing sleep over. Yeah. Yeah, there's no question that the Democrats, certainly at the federal level, they've got their sights set on all sorts of gun control legislation, including limiting uh, the types of weapons, of course, firearms, limiting the number you can buy, limiting the ammunition, all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, H.R. 127 is it puts a ban on anything over a 10-round magazine. It it requires a national gun register. There's all kind of stuff in there. And it the, a lot of it is contentious, and that's why it usually dies in committee, because even Democrats that 
claim they want all that stuff, they don't want to bring it to the floor and risk getting not reelected. Yeah, because it's that contention. Yeah, yeah, it's it really is extreme. So on the ceasefire text line, how do I get in touch with Paul? So Paul. <laughs> It sounds like you got a potential customer there. Maybe <laughs> Rhino can help you out with that. Uh, Paul in Meridian says some stay also talking about being, I guess, certified to work on Whirlpool and Frigidaire appliances. Some states require you to be bonded. I have two million in liability insurance, but but see, that's the state requiring that. I don't get it because the states don't require that in my industry, but my customers sure as hell did. And you had to name them as an additional insured and prove that insurance. So I get it. Get smart bumping us out of this segment. We'll be back with more talk. Stay with us. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the Dixie National Rodeo at the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson, February 11th through 17th. It's the greatest show on dirt. Excitement from cowboys and cowgirls competing for over $100,000 on world-class Harper Morgan livestock, entertainment from world champion trick roper Ryder Kisner, and an all-star concert lineup featuring the Oak Ridge Boy, Parker McCollum, Mo Bandy, I'm Bandy the Rodeo Clown, John Conley, but these roads glasses, Sawyer Brown. Justin Moore. And Riley Green. All brought to you by John Deere, Round Dealers of Mississippi, Southern Ag Credit, Trustmark, McLean Resort, and Clinton Body Shop. I'm Andy Gibson, and I hope to see you there. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Napa know-how. Getting $20 back when you buy a Napa Legend premium battery is a win-win. Getting it from the best car people around is a win-win-win. Getting it before you're stranded somewhere, that's a win-win-win. Win. Save $20 when you get a Napa Legend premium battery. And if that sounds like a lot of wins, you're right. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. 
at participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last, offer ends 228-21. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. On Super Talk Mississippi. USMC. That's awesome. The all hit request line here from Rhino. All right, so, Paul, I think we got some business lined up there for you. And we're not licensed for that, by the way. <laughs> oh, well. So, uh, Paul also, by the way, did inform us that Whirlpool requires the insurance and to be additionally insured. Makes perfect sense, Paul. And that is a condition of you receiving the certification or whatever Whirlpool calls it, uh, uh, allowing you to service and work on uh, their appliances. That absolutely makes perfect sense. I'm I'm with you. Got it. Uh, let's see. Uh, something else here. Gary in the Burt says, uh, let's see, most of us in Hattiesburg only listen on Thursday to hear the bumper music. We already know all the issues and have the solutions to them. <laughs> the theme for Bonanza, by the way, is popular here because it was a popular restaurant on Hardy Street there in the heart of the hub city, Hattiesburg. Remember it well there, Gary. It was a good place. That's awesome. Well, Rhino, I don't know. You can probably find Bonanza somewhere in that repertoire of music. Oh, yeah, somewhere in these thousands of songs. <laughs> Let's see. Please discuss this would be from Jim in the Delta on the C Spire text line. Please discuss Mississippi Senate Bill. 2107? Is that what that says? Correct. It comes off as friendly to gun owners, but it is not. It will remove some of our rights as enhanced carry permit holders. Trojan horse bill, thanks. I'm personally not familiar with that one. You know I'm reading it. It's got 10 pages, 253 lines. Uh, and the, the way I'm looking at it, it, it has underlined all the changes that the yeah. bill would make. Yeah. What's the summary? I don't see anything that would do that, but I could be missing something. The, the summary is it prohibits a county or municipality from entering into any contract or rental agreement that restricts the possession, carrying, transportation, sale, transfer, or ownership of a firearm. Hmm. Who's the sponsor? Uh, Dennis DeBar. Interesting. With uh, co-sponsor and Senator Moran. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Over in the looking side. at it, the cursory look, it doesn't seem to do what you're saying. All right. Maybe somebody uh, down there at the legislature that's listening can 
Give us a heads up on that. We'll see what we can find out, but uh, appreciate that. He said it exempts colleges and state agencies, does Jim of the Delta. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Thomas and Greenwood says it as well. Said the same thing. Hmm. Cannon Seminary sent us a note about the occupational licensing. He says, I owned a locksmith business for 20 years. Speaking of insurance, I had to have $2 million in liability, uh, liability just to work for Walmart. Then there was all the government hoops and amendments I had to have listed for work at any military base or public school. My insurance guy hated me at times just for all the documentation they had to fax. Laugh out loud. Yeah. Now, I understand. And, and again, if that is a requirement from the customer, from the buyer, if they wish to stipulate that, I think that's how it ought to work. But in the case where the military bases, the public schools are requiring that of at, at the individual vendor level, that's certainly within their purview. And you could say, well, that's government getting involved in that. But, yeah, but that in this case, the government is the customer. So, I, I mean, we could get really into the weeds about all the other government requirements for vendors of, of a, a just a gambit of services, products and services, uh, and having served the government for my entire career as part of our customer base, completely familiar with that, and they are often different requirements than is the private sector, and they, of course, they vary across the levels of government, those, that, uh, those customers that are federal entities are different than state, often different than county and municipal and city. So certainly get it. Uh, all right, what is I just double-checked it again. Yeah. I see – I'll do it live right now. Control-F, search for university, nothing. Search for college. Hmm. Two mentions talking about junior colleges. Search for school. Hmm. It has eight mentions of the word school, and they're all talking about public schools as far as – yeah, doesn't it – I don't see what y'all are talking about. If, if y'all know what y'all are complaining about with 2107, give me a, a line in it, because I'm looking at all 250-something. I see nothing dealing with universities. Thomas Greenwood says it's the Trojan horse bill that appeases the SEC, and now it's been amended in committee to extend appeasement to state agencies. I'm not sure what he's saying there. That's not Senate bill that I'm looking at. It must be a different bill. Senate bill 2107 doesn't touch universities. Uh, okay. So, well, not sure. Who is Jim in the, in the Delta telling us to get on there to, to come help us with this subject? Our friend Stephen Stambalia. He's a Second Amendment attorney. Ah, okay. I got you. We'll see what we can find out about that. Appreciate, uh, appreciate that uh, information. See what's going on. Uh, you know, the uh, at the federal level, there's some interesting developments going on with respect to Representative Rep, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're trying to oust her from her committee assignments, uh, and so House Republicans are going to have to go on the record here to con- to 
address the conduct, her conduct. And the Democrats are scheduling a vote, they being in control of the House, over whether to strip the freshman or fresh woman or fresh person. I don't know. I don't want to mess the pronoun up there. Lawmaker of her committee assignments. That's how they intend to punish her. And it's kind of a fork in the road for the Republicans. You may be familiar with Representative Green. She's she has uh, really advanced lots of uh, various theories, conspiracy theories, if you will, ranging from setting of fires ablaze <laughs> in um, in California to 9-11. I think she said no airplanes actually hit the buildings on 9-11. And some other stuff. So she's a firebrand for sure, and the Democrats are trying to silence her at a minimum. She's already been censored. She also wears rather provocative masks. She's got one that says, censored, on the front of the mask. I'm looking at a photo of her now. It says, end abortion. And I'm sure that really aggravates the abortion zealots on the left. But this is going to be an interesting vote, and it, it could be coming up. I think it's a schedule for later on today. I'm not sure how that works. So they can just schedule a vote and and essentially remove somebody, a, a member of the House, from a committee? I guess if the body on a majority vote says, yeah, that person needs to be removed from a committee, that, that seems kind of interesting. And meanwhile, we've got and, – and Representative, by the way, uh, McCarthy, he is uh, – Kevin McCarthy, of course, he's the minority leader in the House. He's under fire as well. And, he says he's not going to take her off committee assignments. So I don't know if he has control or if the House at large has control based on a vote. He did condemn her comments. He described them as incendiary, her, her behavior, her online behavior. He says he warned her during a private meeting that she couldn't continue to endorse just large range, wide range of conspiracy theories and stay in Congress. It's not appropriate, he told her. And I don't think that she heeded his advice in that respect. So this is really going to be an interesting deal. Are we going to start having votes in the House of Representatives on staying on a committee? Does that have validity? Can it authority? That seems dangerous to me. When we come back, the phone lines are open, 888-808-8637. Give us a call on the Super Talk Mississippi phone line. We look forward to hearing from you. Stay with us. Number one super guy. Hong Kong food. the human eye. Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420. 
or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Green, the new degree of comfort. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in, in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they all are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. <laughs> I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Right now, Allstate has almost as many ways to save as there are types of music. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent to get a quote. Find out how much you can save today. Allstate. Now that should be music to your ears. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-Eyes is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Smokebook, Illinois. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine is heading to the FDA this week for approval. Chief Scientific Officer for the company, Dr. Paul Stoffel, says an agreement with the feds will ensure 100 million doses of the vaccine by summer. So I think uh, we will make a significant contribution in the next few months on getting the, 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 the pandemic under control in the U.S. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine does have a lower efficacy rate than other available vaccinations. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith has reintroduced a constitutional amendment. It would require the president and Congress to enact annual balanced budgets. The new deficit spending is a necessary answer to a national health emergency, but it would be completely irresponsible not to establish a strong framework from which to tackle our nation's long-term physical problems and ultimately the future of this great country. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And
And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. Confidence. Peace of mind. A way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi. And now on Amazon Alexa devices. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. There's a man who leads a life of danger. Everyone he meets, he stays a stranger. Every move he makes, another chance he takes. Odds are he won't live to see tomorrow. Secret Agent Man, the great Johnny Rivers. From, uh, I think, Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge area, Louisiana. <laughs> that was a great show. Great great theme song as well. So I, I did a little bit of checking on this procedure to remove a rep from their committee assignments. And it requires two-thirds of the body to do so, a vote. So, not sure they get two-thirds because the Democrats don't have two-thirds, so it will be interesting. And that's why the Republicans are kind of uh, in the limelight, because we'll see where they, where they stand. Are they going to support Representative Green in retaining her committee assignments, or are they going to, I guess, ouster? It's a tough deal. Also, there was a vote yesterday... Uh, resolution it, that would be a resolution, by the way, <clears throat> and it's based on the conduct she has exhibited. It does require a two-thirds vote. Oh, pardon me, I misspoke. Removing one from the chamber. Let me reiterate that requires two-thirds. I misread it. Censoring, censuring, censuring or stripping one of committee assignments requires a simple majority. That's that's weird. So I guess that's just in accordance with the rules. So again, to expel one from a chamber, such as the House, two-thirds 
of the members of that chamber must vote to do so, censuring or stripping a member of committee assignments requires a simple majority. So if all the Democrats are on board with that, I believe she would lose her, her seats in those committees. That's, uh, that's interesting how that would work. It, but it's also quite hypocritical, because if we get into, a, again, a scenario where you just don't like something that somebody said, no matter how crazy it is, as a member of the House, and the other party that might have the majority, whoever controls it, says, hey, let's, we're going to file a resolution to remove that individual from their committee assignments, that just seems like a dangerous precedent. You know, oh, by the way, Light Well and Supply says Johnny was from Baker, not Baton Rouge. His name ain't Rivers. Yeah, I don't doubt that. By the way, Baker, uh, not it's it's adjacent to Baton Rouge there, though, Johnny. I used to play golf at the Baker Municipal Golf Course when I lived down there. It's where all the refineries are. And there was a well behind hole number five. I know I'm digressing here, but <laughs> there was a hole, there was a well, the big Christmas tree, as they call it. It was the deepest well, whatever, however they define it, it was Exxon owned it. They said in the world it went 50,000 feet or something insane like that, but it was like 300 feet up in the air. This thing was gigantic, and the motors were running, and it was quite annoying when you're trying to play golf, but it was right behind number five green, in the middle of the golf course at Baker Municipal. So... Back to this stripping Representative Green. Thanks for that, uh, by the way. Stripping her of her committee assignments. What about AOC, who claimed that she was under incredible duress inside the, her office in the Capitol on January the 6th, and she made a video about it. And now it's been determined that she wasn't even there, right? Yeah, she was in a building adjacent to the Capitol, and the individual that she claims made her fear for her life was a U.S. Capitol law enforcement officer trying to get her to safety. And I think she, was it not included audio of that as is, is part of her? Or somewhere I thought there was audio of the officer. I could be mistaken about that. And it, you think it's one of the insurrectionist and it turns out it's a capital police officer well i mean is that not grounds for expulsion from a committee that's bald-faced lying and then that's not the first time she's done that remember she got caught taking the picture by the fence in the parking lot and saying it was the border wall it's very true but look there are 435 of them over on the house side and 100 on the senate I'm sure for all of them we could probably find such examples. And if that's going to become the standard, I'd say that's dangerous when you start removing people. Now, I don't agree with what Representative Green has said. I don't buy into the theory that planes didn't really crash into the buildings on 9-11. I don't buy into whatever this theory is that the, the Jews uh, used lasers to ignite the fires in California, and, and there's a host of other stuff that she has um, also uh, 
she propagated, frankly, across the, uh, the social media landscape, then got censored. But we did get a text, Rhino, from one, uh, let's see, uh, one of our listeners about uh, the fact that she won by 75% her district. She carried it quite handily. Here we go on the, from a 662 listener. She was elected by close to 75% of her district. If anyone removes her, it should be the people of her district. They elected her, knowing her views. And so I think there's certainly uh, some validity to that. I would agree with you. And, and remember, being removed from the chamber, let me restate that, because I misstated it, and I apologize for that. It does require t- total ousting. You're no longer a member of the House. Two-thirds of the members would have to vote to do so. I don't think that that's at risk, and there's not such a vote schedule for that. The resolution is to remove her from her committee. It's punishment, if you will. Okay, we're going to take you off these committee assignments. I want to say she's on the Appropriations Committee. She's on two. Uh, most of them, I think, are. And, and so that's the so-called censuring, if you will. That requires... Removal from committees, simple majority. Let's be clear about that. Um, yeah, Robin Hattiesburg says, what about Swalwell? I agree, and that's the point. We could go down the list, but, you know, Rob, I, I guess the issue here is whichever party is in control would be the ultimate arbiter of that. You stay in the chamber, that's two-thirds. That would be a tall task. But staying on a committee, simple majority, and even in the case where we've got just razor-thin majority held by the Democrats, it's vacillating a little bit because there's still some seats unsettled. But it's going to settle in the 8 to 10 range, the, the advantage that Democrats have over in the House. That ain't a lot when you got 435. You can just imagine it doesn't take many five, six, right, to peel off in the other direction, and stuff just doesn't get done, including such resolutions. Yeah, I agree, Robbie says it's a slippery slope, and that's why I'm bringing it up. It's, again, I'm not condoning what Marjorie Greene says. I don't agree with what she says. I think think, uh, Kevin McCarthy did the right thing by pulling her aside privately and saying, "You, you know, you really ought to cool it here. And unfortunately... This is what happens, just like we've talked about. We're all focused, as we are right now, on a personality and this um, almost voyeuristic stuff, like I've said, and not policy. So in the meantime, we've got this $1.9 trillion stimulus bill that seems to be the priority right now on the Hill Joe Biden has the 10 Republicans over to the White House for, I guess, a little little coffee and donuts or something a couple of days ago to discuss alternatives to the $1.9 trillion. They offered six to $800 billion. It's really sad in this country when six to $800 billion is just considered not going far enough. That just doesn't get it done. we got to go big. And Representative Jay, Jayapal... I saw a clip where she's saying, you know, economists say we got to have $3 trillion. This $1.9 trillion is just not enough. 
And I'm thinking about that in the context of a soundbite we have running on our news from Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith that's calling for a balanced budget. We're so far away from that, it ain't even funny. You got, you got calls for a $1.9 trillion spending bill on top of our normal trillion-dollar deficit, and they're saying that ain't enough. So, wow. It's, it's trivializing money. We're clearly in the era of modern monetary theory, MMT, as they say. We'll take a little break here. I don't know what Rhino's playing. We'll come back. It's Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why I don't know. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. There's something about tradition that always says a lot An honest dedication and work that's not forgotten Pride is what we lean on, customers that know There's not a better body shop no matter where you go We don't use fancy gimmicks, we're proven tried and true Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you Hey y'all, I'm Kayla Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and owner operated for over 50 years. Come see our newly expanded store for all your tool needs. Our goal is to serve you and help you get the job done right with some of our power and hand tools from the biggest brands but without the big box prices. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox to name a few. Ace Bolton Screw Company, proudly locally owned and operated. Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. We're continuing our talk with Mark Grove, the weed control manager of the Bear Crop Science Division, about the EPA's Decomba training available to farmers. So the state of Mississippi uh, does allow Bear to do training in the state, uh, and all certified applicators who spray dicamba are required to go through the training. You can choose uh, two online methods one of which is a self-led course that you can kind of go through at your own pace and go go through the training, answer some questions, and then get your completion certificate downloaded right after that. And we're also offering guided live webinars. So those are taking place every Wednesday morning through March, and we'll go longer if we need to, depending on demand. But those are led by a, a bear uh, weed science expert. So it's a really good opportunity to 
This is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You are listening to the JT Show. You should feel a sense of shame. That's how you know you're doing right. The JT Show with JT and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. the bird i hope you're listening rhino aims to please all right rhino you were just explaining to me what's going on with this uh, senate bill is it senate bill 2107 i think yeah i just spent the last part of it reading about it and we've had a couple people send in their complaints and i don't think their complaints have a whole lot of merit unless i'm missing something major because from what i can tell this opens up the capability of filing a suit in circuit court if a state agency besides the ones that are exempted does anything to anything to adopt a posted written notice rule regulation order or policy or enter in any contract or rental agreement that restricts the possession carrying transportation sale transfer or ownership of a firearm or ammunition the exemptions are to the new rule about suing in circuit court that, that's the exemption thing that keeps getting posted all over social media. The The section does not apply to the authority of state law enforcement to regulate, but that's okay, so they're not changing the law saying the cops can tell you when and where. The authority of the Commission on Wildlife, so they're saying you, you can't sue just because you can't take your Uzi to the gun range. Yeah. Courts, you already can't take a gun in the court. State agencies listed under Article 8, and the thing about this is, at the bottom of all this, you can't sue as long as the institution, agency, or whatever has adopted related rules and regulations which comply with all applicable state and federal laws. So there's not a single step backwards in any of this. In fact, it's a step forwards allowing recourse if your rights are infringed, except for a couple of situations. And you still have a remedy. And you still have a case. remedy. Yeah. If they break state or federal law. Yeah, so I mean, Thomas, I, I see your your. Uh, you, it looks like uh, I don't know who this is, but a good piece of the uh, excerpt of the bill. It was included in a couple of attachments. I, uh, Rhino just explained that, so I, I'm I'm having a hard time understanding why this is a problem. I guess, and I'm not. What's the exact change they're making to present law? 
they're basically saying that no state agency can put up a, a written notice or come up with a rule or a regulation or enact an order that would prohibit you from possessing, carrying, transporting, selling, transferring, owning firearms or ammunition. Yeah. So, is that a problem? I'm, I just don't see the Trojan horse argument that's being made. Yeah, I'm not sure I understand either what the, what the grievance is with that. Maybe that could because be... Because the, exemption, the exemptions aren't to existing law. The exemptions are to the proposed new law that would give you recourse to sue in circuit court. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it includes penalties for the head of the agency if they enacted it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you, they can't use tax money to, to defend themselves. Okay, so personal liability yeah. in that case if they if they violate. Hmm. Seems like a pretty good deterrent. Make sure you're doing the right thing to me. Well, we'll see where that goes. That um, So, Thomas, not, not sure what uh, you, you heard Rhino's summary analysis of it. What what do you think? Because you sent a bunch of stuff in on it, and I don't know if you saw those questions that he provided, and, and this is from someone who is suggesting <coughs> such language being removed. Yeah, the first question on the face of it invalidates the entire argument. Why are a few state agencies shown favoritism and allowed to violate the rights of gun owners in Mississippi? They're not violating any rights. They still have to abide by the law, and it's the law that's your right to have them. Yeah. I yeah. don't get the argument. Yeah. And then, like in the case of, of courts, you can't bring a gun into a court anyhow. Now, is that federal law or state law or both? I'm not sure. But I know you ain't getting past those detectors. You're not getting – there's officers always and metal detectors at the entrance to Yeah, part of this, any state agency head or member of a state agency's governing body under whose jurisdiction the violation occurred – may be civilly liable in a sum not to exceed $1,000 plus all reasonable attorney's fees and costs incurred by the party bringing the suit. Hmm. So well, the people complaining that, oh, i got to spend thousands of dollars to, to have my rights. Yeah. No, if it's your rights and you can prove it in court, they got to pay for it. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd, I get it, uh, what the what the issue is, why, they're, why it's being objected to. So maybe somebody can help us out, explain what they mean by that. So... We were talking about um, shifting gears over to the federal situation. We were talking about the amount of money we're spending, and Michael in New Albany says we are sending all this money to these other countries to help them out. How about keeping that money here and help Americans out? I just don't understand. Michael from New Albany. Yeah, I agree. Just Again, just for perspective, for mathematical perspective, it's a teeny tiny fraction, minuscule amount of money just relative uh, to our total spending, it averages about $40 billion a year. I'm not suggesting that's chicken scratch, but our, our spending before the pandemic was $4 trillion a year. It's 1% of it. Now it's about half of a percent based on our spending trends. We're going to take a break right now. We've got news coming up, and then we do have Representative Trent Kelly joining us. He'll be calling in. Stay with us.
home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Lillian Wu. President Biden calls on Americans to confront political extremism in remarks at the National Prayer Breakfast, also asking faith leaders to help their neighbors through the pandemic. For me, in the darkest moments, faith provides hope and solace. The event held virtually this year. Before the president spoke, his predecessors, former presidents Clinton, Bush, and Obama also delivered tape remarks. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. Some findings raise concerns about what some babies are eating. The report done by House Oversight and Reform Subcommittee found, quote, dangerous levels of toxic heavy metals in some baby foods that could cause neurological damage. Those metals include arsenic, lead, and cadmium, and were found to be at much higher levels than those allowed in products like bottled water. Fox's Tanya J. Powers and the Dow up some 250 points in afternoon trading. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Hey there, this is Jody Adams at Ridge Medical Clinic. We are now accepting appointments for chronic and acute care as well as walk-ins. We are conveniently located off Highway 51 in the Oak Place Shopping Center. I invite you to call today. That's Jody Adams with Ridge Medical Clinic. Our phone number is 601-790-7711. We offer the gold standard COVID-19 PCR testing with next day results. We at Ridge Medical Clinic hope to see you soon. Our number is 601-790-7711. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Hancock County Deputy Lieutenant Michael Boutte was killed in the line of duty on Monday. Sheriff Ricky Adam became emotional when he was speaking about him. Prior to starting his law enforcement career, Mike served his country as a member of the United States Air Force and the United States Marine Reservist. Mike was a fine fellow. He wasn't just a, a great deputy, he was a great person. The man who allegedly shot and killed the lieutenant has been identified as Joseph Rohrbacher. He's recovering from injuries in a New Orleans hospital and will be extradited back to Mississippi to face charges. State lawmakers are considering reorganizing the tourism department. Senator John Polk clarified what that would mean. This new tourism organization, State Parks, will be part in a way of tourism, at least in the advertising. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add 
is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. Independent restaurants are the number two employer across the country, and they've really been suffering during the pandemic. Robert St. John, a Mississippi restaurateur, had hoped the industry would receive some relief through the restaurants bill that was introduced by Senator Roger Wicker. There were 53 senators from both sides of the aisle that signed on. It was a wide range across the aisle. It was bipartisan, but we just couldn't couldn't get over the edge. The House passed it, but since there's a new Congress, all bills have been wiped out and they have to start from scratch. The Mississippi Attorney General's office has teamed up with Polaris, a human trafficking organization, and Uber. Lynn Fitch explains why the partnership is a game changer. What do Uber drivers look for? You know, is it distance? Do you see these children? Do you see them being kept apart? Are they not making eye contact? Are they nervous when you're, they're around? I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moore, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions. And exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Real talk for real Mississippians. Now, here's your host, JT. JT. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbert, Rhino in the studio, guiding you through the middle of your day. And now, uh, joining us, uh, Representative Trent Kelly, representing Mississippi's first district. Good afternoon, Representative. How are you today, sir? It is great to be on Super Talk today. Well, so glad to have you. So, man, there is a lot going on up there. Uh, are you in Washington? I assume you are, huh? I am. I'm in my office. We're voting in a few minutes. So, yeah. Uh, in, in probably 20 minutes or so. I, I just uh, see uh, on our television here in the studio, we've got it on the news, and I see Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene was just on the floor. I guess she was talking about this upcoming vote, right, that's scheduled 
that if if uh, passes on a majority vote would remove her from her committee assignments. Yeah, you know, and this is uh, first time since uh, since they've been keeping track of this stuff that a voting party is trying to remove members from committees. Uh, this should be internal fashion. It has nothing to do with the Democrats. And if they can do this, they can remove anybody they disagree with, what they say or do, from any committee, any chairmanship. And uh, this is not uh, democracy. It's not public. This is bullying and going after members of the opposing party when they refuse to go after their own. It's so true and couldn't agree with you more, Congressman. And we've been discussing it on, on the air this morning that the, uh, you know, it's not so much what uh, Marjorie, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, what she said, what she did, her behavior, her conduct, etc. It's just that if we're going to start making, I guess, posts <laughs> in social media a standard and a qualification, if you will, that is taken up, say, by the other party, which happens to be in control, as a way to remove that representative from a committee, we're just going down a rat hole there. It, that's just scary. Well, and it's a little more than that. Now, all the things that she's accused of saying or doing, and I don't agree with many of the things she said, and I'm yeah. in, in, in an opposite part of that, but she gave a very impassioned speech last night at our conference. Uh, but they all happened prior to her election. The people of Georgia knew all these things prior to the election. They were using the election. And what the Democrats are doing is what they've been accusing us of doing, which was completely different. And the press is bought in. They are trying to remove her from office against the will of her people who knew all these things when they elected her. Yeah. The people of Georgia spoke, and they should honor that. To- totally agree. In fact, uh, one of our listeners wrote in earlier and said the exact same thing, that she was duly elected by her constituents. She carried her district by 75%. It's the people's seat. It's not the Democrat seat or the other party seat. It's not the House of Representatives seat, frankly. It's the people's seat. And the people spoke. They elected her in accordance with our Constitution, and and she's seated. Now, I know there's a procedure where if two-thirds of the chamber says this person needs to go, that that is available. But that ain't going to happen based on the numbers. I'm not even sure yeah, well, you, a majority it, goes it, down here. Is expulsion, and that's only happened twice on recent in, in the last century or half century. Okay. And, and, and she's not done anything in office. And it's for actions in office, not before office. Ah. That was litigated at the polls in November. Expulsion should be for conduct that happened while in office or either criminal conduct that occurred before that it only came to life. You know, I I know it sounds radical, crazy, but I get worried that, you know, you show up and say, well, I just don't like the color of your hair or the shoes you wear, so we're, we're going to put that up for a vote and remove you from a committee. That's just crazy. And I so it's, it's very That's disturbing. Headed, What's that, Congressman? That is where they're heading. I know. I, I totally agree. And that they uh, want to silence anyone who has an opposing view to them. Yeah. I completely agree. This is it's a distraction for that, essentially. That's at the heart of what they seek to do. And that's very disturbing. So wanted to ask you about impeachment. So now we got that thing cranking up. 
over in the Senate. Is this in the best interest of our country where we stand right now? It is absolutely not. If you will notice, uh, there's a pattern to this. Both the press and the, uh, the Democrats uh, are talking about impeachment. They're talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. They're talking about Liz Cheney and the conference stuff. They are talking about all the things Republican while quietly in the Oval Office. No one is screaming bloody murder about the millions of jobs that Joe Biden did by killing the Keystone Pipeline and the 47 executive orders. There's not a peep about that. They are distracting you from the ball. Pay attention to what's going on. The enemy is not within the Republican Party. The, the enemy right now who is signing executive orders to change the face of America without legislative act. And that's my concern, is that we're just dividing the party and fracturing it even more. And it just seems like we got, as they say, bigger fish to fry, but the Democrats are just seem to be insistent on uh, removing every any semblance, any remnant whatsoever of Donald Trump because they just don't like the guy. Uh, more than anything else, it's a personal vendetta is what it is, and it's not really conducting the people's business when there's so much on the table. And I guess they, they just look at it and say, well, the president, he'll just govern by executive order and, and uh, without hesitation signs 43 or 4 of them, whatever it is. I, I forget the count now. It's so dead gum many in less than two weeks. But uh, that just seems to be where we're headed. I, I, don't, I don't see how that uh, supports the narrative of healing and unity, which we got thrown in our face the entire campaign season. Got to have Joe Biden to heal us and unite us. Yeah, and I mean, this campaign, I was at inauguration, and uh, I was there, and I heard his word. They rang true. We need uh, to unify and to work on the things we agree on. And I was very hopeful that he meant what he said. Yeah. Uh, and, and he immediately went to the White House and started, uh, didn't get to the White House, started signing executive orders that were in opposition. Uh, he had 10 uh, Republican senators go to the White House, try to work on what we're doing with COVID relief and all those things. Yeah. And basically push them aside. And they put through with one vote yesterday through the and uh, and will likely try to do the same thing in the Senate. There's, you know, it's one thing to talk about things, but actions speak louder than. Yeah, absolutely. So we got this 1.9 trillion dollar bill that uh, Representative, your colleague Representative Jayapal, a couple of days ago said that's just not enough. The economists say it's got to be three to four trillion. Just make it 50 trillion. Where does it end? You know what they don't understand: printing money and you keep spending money you don't have, then inflation hits, and you still have the same amount of money, it just doesn't go near as far. You know, uh, something that costs a dollar will cost $4. Yeah. It's, clearly that's where we're headed uh, in pursuit of this modern monetary theory concept. Uh, so the president has suggested after meeting with Senate Republicans that uh, it could have been some House Republicans in that meeting as well. I don't remember a congressman that went to the I White House. Yeah, I agree. So anyhow, he co he comes away and says, "Well, I'm open to making these direct payments of fourteen hundred dollars more targeted," but he didn't seem to be willing to to uh, give any on the one point nine trillion dollar price tag. It uh, doesn't seem to be any any interest in that at this point. 
are we going to be able to stop this ever? It just seems like it's got uh, legs and we're never going to stop it. No, I'm, it's going to be very difficult to stop. Uh, here's what we've got to do. We've got to focus on 2022. And we can't fight amongst ourselves as Republicans. The only way that we're going to get out of this mess and have any stopgap whatsoever, because right now we're outvoted in every vote in the House. Yep. We're outvoted in every vote in the Senate. It doesn't matter if you're on the right side or wrong side. You are outvoted. And we have got to win the majority in 2022. And we don't get that by subtraction, by eating our own. We get that by addition. And that means increasing our tent, increasing the number of people we allow in our tent. And even though we disagree with eight or twenty percent something, some people in our party do. Yeah. We can't throw them out with a dishwater. We have to I like them what they are and work with them on the eighty percent of the budget. Mm-hmm. It's very disturbing, and we appreciate you joining us today, Congressman. And we we wish you all the best in fighting the onslaught of the craziness that's happening up there. We thank you, sir. Thank you very much. You bet. Congressman Trent Kelly has been our guest here on the JT Show. We'll come back with more after this. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years' experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, you'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's The AC Experts, 769-237-COOL. Or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com. And on Facebook at AC Experts. Or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, body shop shouldn't you choose them for your repair 
Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Napa know-how. Getting $20 back when you buy a Napa Legend premium battery is a win-win. Getting it from the best car people around is a win-win-win. Getting it before you're stranded somewhere? That's a win-win-win. Win. Save $20 when you get a Napa Legend premium battery. And if that sounds like a lot of wins, you're right. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last. Offer ends 228-21. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. JT Show. Oh, oh boy, that's rotten. With JT and Rhino. Let's do it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Is that chips? That is. Ponch. I saw a side-by-side photo. What was his sidekick's name? Ponch's sidekick? Can't remember. Dan or I don't know. Been a long time. Anyhow, I just keep having the name Eric Estrada running through my head. I'm like, no, no. That's Ponch. <laughs> uh, I saw a side-by-side photo of the duo from back in the day when they were producing the the uh, primetime show, and today. That was kind of interesting. What the heck was his name? Was it John? I don't yeah, know. it was Jonathan. John. John. Okay. Officer Jonathan Andrew Baker. There you go. Do they still have officers in California? They or they? I don't know anymore. John Baker, Chris from Oxford, thanks. Yep. Mike from Booville says, Rawhide, please. We hadn't had that today. Alan, uh, from, uh, Alan on the C Spire text line, just tune in. Have you guys discussed H.R. 127? Is there any chance that Mississippi could become a Second Amendment sanctuary state? We have discussed it. Uh, Rhino's talked about it, given uh, kind of a high-level analysis of it. It is, of course, federal legislation that would impose very strict um, Gun registration. Yeah, it would establish a federal gun registry. It would limit magazine sales to nothing over 10 rounds per magazine. It would essentially be a new assault weapons ban. All, all kinds of stuff piled into one thing. But it's the same big pile of junk that's been dropped every year in Congress, and it never makes it out of committee, even when the Democrats were in control. Includes also universal background checks, which is something they've sought for a long time, and red flag laws, which is very dangerous in my view. But they're just looking at a map. Three states have adopted state-level Second Amendment sanctuary laws or resolutions, those being 
Nebraska, Wyoming, and Idaho. And there, this map shows county-level adoption in several counties in Mississippi and, and across other states as well. So yeah, I don't, there's nothing statewide, but there yeah. are several counties that are. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm seeing as well. And uh, there's some counties in Wyoming that have adopted both at the state and county level, which is interesting. But you know, do they have any teeth? I guess so because you got federal law that would impose um, all all of these these uh, measures, I guess, to be implemented require them to be implemented, such as universal background checks and bans on high-capacity magazines, if the state then passes laws, resolutions that basically say we're not going to enforce that, seems like ultimately that's destined for court. Oh, yeah. But then you, you get in the same ball of wax as the medical marijuana. It's illegal federally, but states have legalized it, and it's up to the federal government as to whether or not they're going to enforce their laws. Yeah, which would be determined in a court, right, for the most part. But so. the, the deal with H.R. 127, like I said, it's dropped every year. It, it doesn't make it out of committee. It dies in committee. Keep an eye on it. I mean, it's it's something to have on the, the Google alerts in case something happens. If it gets out of committee, then, yeah, there's something to worry about. But until then, it's it's not worth losing sleep over. It's another pipe dream from liberals that really doesn't have a whole lot of basis in reality. I think that's right. So we had another question, uh, let's see, uh, that asked us about SB, I'm looking for 2726. Do you see that? Who sent that in? That's a state bill. I don't know where I missed it, but... um, Anyhow, I think it was from yeah, Leslie. Grenada. Leslie Grenada got it. Senate bill. So I looked that one up. I'm not familiar with it. I haven't reviewed it in great detail. It it also, by the way, Leslie, it died in committee. Yeah, it, a couple it, of days ago. But uh, yeah, two days ago. The title is Mississippi Public Employees Retirement System Bring Forward Provisions Relating to. So I, I just kind of scanned it. It's it's a long bill, and. I don't know exactly what changes it's making to the public employees. DEPERS is the acronym for that. Um, I'm not sure exactly what changes are this bill would make. It's interesting. So let's see. I got a text here. Anyhow. I believe that bill would simply bring forward code sections for discussion on the floor and possible amendment. Okay. So it wasn't a bill changing anything. It was a bill to bring up a topic of discussion on code section on the floor of the House or the floor of the Senate for discussion, and that didn't happen in Titan Committee. Okay. Because it, just in in reviewing the bill, it looks like the entire PERS legislation yeah. is embedded in it because it's it's yeah. all the code sections yeah. dealing with PERS. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm not sure what's relevant about that, right, with respect to what what the bill would accomplish. Not sure what the objectives are. Anyhow, it died in committee. We'll see if somebody... It could be somebody, anything at that point. Yeah, exactly. You just bring them forward and talk about stuff you want to change, but it's a mess. I know that. All public retirement systems are virtually because they are defined benefit. Talked about that before. They're defined benefit plans, which means that... 
the amount of money you take out doesn't run out once you have exhausted the amount you put in plus all the the uh, earnings that were incurred on your investment, your contributions, the result of the program investing your funds. It just keeps going till you die. And in some cases, you could select to have, even when you die, uh, benefits would then be transferred over to a named beneficiary. So these defined benefit plans are just risky because you're, it's all based on actuarial assumptions, and and uh, those are difficult. And uh, as time rolls on, we, we live longer, therefore we draw more. You know, and I know we've discussed that before, but it's uh, certainly a, a problem. Uh, yeah, talking. This is another one about impeachment. I found this one interesting on the six six two. Talking about impeaching Trump, Nancy Pelosi was sergeant of arms. It was her job of protecting the Capitol. I think she ordered Capitol police to hold back and gave Trump supporters enough rope to hang themselves. She Schumer and Adam Schiff should be run out of the country. Yeah, I, I there's absolutely merit to that statement. She was responsible, and I think there's still investigations going on to try to find out exactly what transpired leading up to and on that day. you got to believe you're going to hear all that aired out on the Senate floor in the trial. You know they're going you know to talk about that, because that's, I think, at the crux of what the charges are, which are that the President, through his comments, and his behavior incited the insurrection. And that just, I don't know, that seems like a complex and, and difficult standard to meet just because you've said something that caused somebody else to act unruly, and in this case, illegally, frankly. And uh, in. It becomes a much tougher hill to climb when the evidence is presented that he wasn't even done talking when the barricades came down. Okay. Didn't realize that. But I think, you know, what they're trying to point to is all the weeks leading up to that where he continued to insist that there was going to be bombshells and we're still in this and we're fighting it and we really did win by a landslide. They're trying to suggest, well, that caused people to go invade the Capitol and sort of take over, essentially commit insurrective acts. Just seems like a stretch to me when you start trying to tie words said, no matter how crazy they are, frankly, or how untrue they are. Uh, and, you know, it, then it becomes, well, if he really did believe that at the time, that, that's a whole other standard. Or was he deliberately speaking untruths? I don't know that that was known at the time. That That's just a... a um, becomes a complex legal matter, and I, I sort of hate to see us turn our U.S. Senate essentially into a courtroom uh, where they're hearing a case about who is now a private citizen. It just doesn't make any sense to me, frankly. We didn't hear from Certainly you. Certainly doesn't lend itself to unity. No. It's anything but. I would say it's highly divisive. If you want to give us a call, please do so, 888-808-8637. That's the Super Talk Mississippi phone line. We'd love to hear from you or continue to text us, 601-879-4395. Join the conversation as the JT Show continues. Where everybody knows your name. 
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. With springtime right around the corner, it's time to start thinking about your lawn equipment needs. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your Xmark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all Xmark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old Xmark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new Xmark Zero Term for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Xmark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Xmark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop, shop smartly, shop Hartley. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Hancock County Deputy Lieutenant Michael Boutte was killed in the line of duty on Monday. Sheriff Ricky Adam became emotional when he was speaking about him. Prior to started his law enforcement career, Mike served his country. I was a member of the United States Air Force and the United States Marine Reservist. Mike was a fine fellow. He wasn't just a, a great deputy. He was a great person. The man who allegedly shot and killed the lieutenant has been identified as Joseph Rohrbacher. He's recovering from injuries in a New Orleans hospital and will be extradited back to Mississippi to face charges. State lawmakers are considering reorganizing the tourism department. Senator John Polk clarified what that would mean. This new tourism organization, State Parks, will be part in a way of tourism, at least in the advertising. I'm Kelly Bennett, Super Talk Mississippi News. 
The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Ceasefire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Ceasefire 5G. Phones faster. Saying it anymore would be. Ceasefire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon, starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Keeping you up to date on what's happening with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at newsms.fm. Your statewide news network, News Mississippi. News Mississippi, covering the stories that matter to you. JT and Rhino. Not as globally sensitive as you'd think. The JT Show is on Super Talk Mississippi. JR. He was in the shower the whole time. <laughs> With a candlestick by the butler. <laughs> now well, that was a movie. Yeah. Clue? Yeah. That was good. Used to play Tim that Curry? a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to JT Show, Gerard and Rhino. So we were we're talking about this uh this is it a Senate bill, I think? The um that uh, applies to firearms. Correct. And HB, is it HB 1083? No, SB 2107. SB 2107, pardon me. All the numbers in the bill, they, they, they start running together. But anyhow, we've been we're talking about that. and So, yeah, Thomas, we, we see all the stuff you sent. So I think the crux of this is, is can, an, I guess, a public institution or agency of the state, can they sort of supersede state law with respect to some of these? I don't think they can, because every exemption listed in the bill ends with, let's see, where'd it go? Provide, okay, D, a state agency listed in Article 8, Section 213A, Mississippi Constitution of 1890, provided that the agency or institution has adopted related rules or regulations which comply with all applicable state and federal law. So I don't see how they can supersede based on that language right there. Seems they like got to the, follow the law. Yeah, got to follow the law. So I, I'm, I'm uh, struggling to understand what the issue is. I guess based on that, I don't, I don't quite see that there's an infringement. 
or that an agency could act in a rogue fashion and supersede slash override state law. We uh, might need to get somebody to come on and talk to us about that. Who's the author? Did you notice? That is Senator DeBar with co-sponsor Senator Moran. That's right. You uh, talked about that uh, earlier. You mentioned that. And it's it's a shame because we were supposed to have Senator Moran on a couple of days ago. I think he got tied up down at the Capitol, weren't able to connect. But uh, I might have to see about getting back on to, to talk about this, or DeBar, either, or both even. Interesting. Yeah, it, the, the, the bill, the changes it makes says, no state agency may adopt a posted written notice, rule, regulation, order, or policy, okay. or enter into any contract or rental agreement that restricts the possession, carrying, transportation, sale, transfer, or ownership of firearms or ammunition or their components. Yeah, not no state agency or their officers or employees may participate in any program in which individuals are given a thing of value provided by another individual or other entity in exchange for surrendering a firearm. So no gun buybacks. Makes sense. That uh, makes perfect and sense. And it defines a citizen of this state or a person licensed to carry a concealed pistol or revolver under Section 459101 or a person licensed to carry a concealed pistol or revolver with the endorsement under Section 97377 who is adversely affected by a posted written notice, rule, regulation, order, or policy adopted or verbally imposed by a state agency in violation of this section, may file suit for declarative and injunctive relief against the state agency or state agency head or member of a state agency's governing body in the circuit court. Yeah, so one of my friends just texted in and said, I'll take a stab at this. Is it possibly just pandering? So... Maybe I'm not following, but who would be pandering to whom in that case? He's listening, so maybe he'll tell us what he's talking about there. I, I'm not exactly sure I understand what we're changing, what this bill is. How is it changing current law? Or is it establishing new law? And that they, they may be one and the same. From what I understand, it's saying that no state agency can come up with a way to infringe upon your Second Amendment rights. Okay. So again, Unless the restriction abides by state and federal law. And so, I and if guess... If you believe that you are being imposed upon and your rights have been restricted, you have legal recourse in circuit court. Which you should. So does that then suggest that agencies are presently able to essentially circumvent state law and impose their own... I don't think you own? can take them to circuit court for it. I think you have to go to the attorney general's office for a complaint. Okay. And this sort of clarif- this legislation, I guess, would sort of clarify that and, and, and implement established statute that says you can't make restrictions that cross the line. And then it continues, if the circuit court finds that a state agency adopted a posted written notice, rule, regulation, order, or policy in violation of this section, the circuit court shall issue a permanent injunction against the, against the state agency prohibiting it from enforcing the posted written notice, rule, regulation, order, or policy. Okay. Any state agency head or member of a state agency's governing body under whose jurisdiction the violation occurred may be civilly liable in a sum yeah. not to exceed $1,000, plus attorney's fees and cost to court. So, it, it would, again, it almost sounds to me like it's kind of a, a clarification, if you will, but it, it it wouldn't seem right, just from a common sense perspective, that it, that an agency would 
make or, or uh, establish some sort of restrictions on carry that, in fact, aren't consistent with state law that violate that, especially if they're more restrictive. That would be a problem. I can certainly see that. And if, in fact, if the purpose of this legislation, this bill, is to clarify that and establish statutes such that an agency could not impose tighter restrictions in that regard than are on the books from a state law perspective, that makes sense. It, it, but it does kind of beg the question, does that mean there are agencies out there, institutions out there, that are doing that? That have put some sort of restrictions in place that exceed those of state law? In other words, why do we need this legislation, I guess, is the, is the question. So we'll see if we can get Senators Moran and or uh, DeBar to inform us. That'd be good to know. I, but, you know, along those lines, at the federal level, Democratic Representative Sheila Jackson Lee, she has introduced a bill earlier this month They've only been in session a couple of weeks, right? So that would enact the strictest gun regulations in the history of this country. And this bill is entitled, and I hope I pronounce it correctly, the Sabika Sheik, S-H-E-I-K-H, Firearm Licensing and Registration Act, named after a Pakistani exchange student who was murdered in Texas in 2018. It would require registration with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and, Ex- and Explosives, and the, Yeah, that's H.R. 127. That's part of 127? Yeah, that's, oh, I didn't that's know the name they gave it, yeah. Okay. Well, then I apologize. But, but what I saw in here, in this account about it, is it would require owners to undergo psychological evaluations? Is that sort of part of the red flag? Oh yeah, features there, along with their family members. Psychological evaluations. Well, on the one hand, it, the anti-gun folks have always said we got to get rid of all those guns. It's those guns that are just coming out of their storage units, their holsters, their drawers, their cabinets, and just killing people. It has nothing to do with the people holding them, operating them. And doesn't it just seem like in almost all the cases where we have these heart-wrenching, atrocious, tragic mass killings, it's always done by someone who's mentally unstable. You'd have to be mentally unstable, let's face it, to do so. I'd argue that just homicide itself, even if it's just one-on-one, there's some degree of mental instability that plays a role in that, if not all. Well, and certainly if we could figure out a way to identify those people at the point where they're about to commit such a heinous act, you know, I've always thought if there's some technology that could detect that and prevent it, I don't know what that is. Again, this is another situation where it hadn't been invented. You can't do it with the tools available today. 
I just have always thought that's really the only way we're ever going to stop this. But well, I think what they're wanting to do here, clearly, is just expand the reach of government to impose ridiculous controls on gun ownership. And it's some, my fear, some arbitrary government determined standards on what constitutes you being a uh, not fit from a psychological perspective. Therefore, I mean, the Democrats are in control, and they believe all Republicans are white supremacists and evils, so true. they would probably not want you to have a firearm, so they would deny it on that basis. Well, like you said, the standard that I have determined for that is, A, you got a gun in your house, and B, you didn't vote for Joe Biden. Therefore, you're a domestic terrorist. As Bewitched bumps us out of this segment, we've got the final one coming up on the JT Show. Stay with us. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks, too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420. Or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolt and Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolt and Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's Clinton Body Shop. 601-893-9000. 
Danksmiller.com. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details and don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Gallo here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson Metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi, 97.3. Hey, hey. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. aims to please we got a request for rawhide and rhino was on it appreciate that rhino final segment the jt show gerard rhino in the studio we got thomas from greenwood wants to talk about sb 2107 on the line go ahead thomas yes good afternoon y'all i'm going to try to bumble through this when this bill was introduced it looked like a win because it discussed entering into rental agreements like that would discuss that would that would cover the Lander Center things like that the Brandon Amphitheater which is public property that they lease out it looked like a win but when it was initially put in it had an exemption for public universities in IHL which is catering to the wishes of the SEC for you not to be able to carry inside of a public university stadium and through the amendment process it's now been amended to where the exemption includes all of these state agencies. And the language of the bill is, is confusing, and it, it really needs a lawyer to dig down through it and explain it. And, of course, I'm not a lawyer, but prior, with an enhanced carry, there were four places I couldn't carry. I couldn't carry in a a um, courtroom when court was in session. I couldn't carry in a jail, in a federal building, and a place of nuisance. That was it. And if a, an agency had a policy that didn't allow me to carry there or didn't allow carry, I was supposed to be able to show my enhanced carry permit and they allow me entry. Well, it doesn't work like that. I, I found out, you know, through experience. But we had recourse where we could we could file a complaint with the Attorney General and they would say, yes, state law supersedes your policy. You cannot deny entry 
for an enhanced permit holder. Um, now we've we've got this civil recourse this, where we can file a civil suit against the head of the agency or whoever enacted the policy, and it, it, it it's muddy in the waters a whole lot. And I, I, I don't know how to explain it other than, you know, the law is as written is contradictory, and it's going to it's going to end up resulting in places where we can't carry and where policies that that uh, prevent carry by enhanced permit holders are going to stick. Where before we could we could supersede them, we could go to the attorney general and file a complaint, and you know, a place to have to change their signage to exempt enhanced well, carry permit holders. Gotcha. Where now your recourse is going to be filing civil suits. Got you. Uh, appreciate the call, Thomas, on that. I, I'm not sure that we're interpreting it in that same way, Rhino, based on your analysis. And so I would agree we need uh, – we'd like to get the authors on. I may talk to Alex about that and, and see what they had in mind. Because they're, they're obviously working with the drafters, lawyers of the legislation, and something's going on there as well. I just don't see how it could stand that a state agency – or a state institution could establish some sort of restrictions on gun carrying that conflict with state law. I, I don't. I don't see how that's possible. I guess, and I would even argue that the the civil liability for the head of the agency or whoever implemented it might be a deterrent for implementation, or might be a way to get something handled without even having to get the courts involved. Because you show up and go, "Hey, look, here's the law." There's your sign. I'm going to sue you, and I'm going to win. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think as well, uh, is, is how that would shake out. And I think one precedent like that would be set, and that'd be it uh, on a permanent basis. So we're going to see. Uh, you know, I don't know that there's much more we can beat up on that matter at this point until we find out exactly what they had in mind and, and how this changes the current situation. Uh, to for the agencies and institutions and us as citizens as well. So switching gears a little bit on the 662, had my taxes done, I was told I would be receiving stimulus money back that I didn't get because I made too much money. My original checks were reduced. Now I'm going to get the rest of it as a tax refund. I, I think I'm following you there. Yes, it is true that if you got less money than you are entitled to based on prior tax return and you file this current tax return and you go through the worksheet and and it the result is determined that you're owed more money in fact you will get the increased amount and it is a refundable refund meaning and that's because they were using tax returns from now two years ago right, that's so right. if you have an updated tax return that would have changed what you would have gotten you you get the difference uh, and and then on the contrary if you made uh, too much money to qualify for money you already received, you do not have to return it. It is not reduced as part of your refund. Uh, we got the music coming, meaning that the show's almost over here, but a couple of quick things. We got the Super Bowl coming up. Oh, yeah. All right, the CDC has issued some guidelines. They want you to call ahead to the venue to make sure that they've got all the preventative measures in place if you're going out. Uh, use touchless payment methods, but this is my favorite. Avoid chanting or cheering. Stop, clap, or bring handheld noisemakers instead. Now the CDC is telling you, <laughs> I need more cowbell. <laughs> How to watch a football game. This is insanity.
Oh, by the way, wash your hands. I didn't know that. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless, everyone. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.